Hello Tea Crew and welcome to an all new mini sip. Today we're going to be talking about R&B exposed. What is going on with these R&B singers and why are they getting exposed left and right lately for not really being able to sing? Um, all right. So the first example, we got to take it back to the verses, right? So this verses was between Omorion and Mario. Now it had been talked about for a couple weeks. They sold tickets. Um, they had a live concert as well as it's streaming on, you know, versus.com, Triller, and all the online medias, as well as traditionally how Versus started just being streamed over Instagram live. Um, so just to kick it off, I just feel like Versus in itself is now a concert series. When it started out, it was basically two legends going hit for hit to pastime during the pandemic, right? So not even would we hear them sing in the beginning, right? They would just get into their home studios. A lot of them had home studios and they would just play their tracks and they would go hit for hit who had the most hits, but they weren't even singing live to now it's progressed into a concert series where people can watch online, but some people are also watching, you know, in it having a show experience. And basically what happened was they made it into a millennium tour 2.0. So as many people know by now, um, Omorion, and Square Events created the Millennium Tour to kind of give us millennials a look back into our teenagehood um, when we were younger to some of the groups that we listened to in the, in, you know, the beginning of the two early 2000s. And um, he made this into a tour and B2K was there and Pretty Ricky. And then the next year they added Sammy. I think Soldier Boy was there. So it was just like everybody from the early 2000s. So this versus basically became that. So they decided to have a pre-show. Ray J, I guess, was the headliner of the pre-show. And then they had Sammy, um, Bobby Valentino, and Pleasure P of uh, Pretty Ricky all perform in the pre-show before um, before the Omorion Mario versus. So now the pre-show, usually there is no pre-show, right? It's just the two DJs will play music until the artists are ready to do the versus battle. So we're sitting here basically waiting for Omorion and Mario until 11 o'clock at night. The pre-show went on like two hours um, of Ray J, Bobby Valentino, Sammy and pleasure P. Uh, and it was, it was, it was chaos. It was pure chaos. Uh, Ray J was excited for the performance. Brandy was there cheering him on. He was not able to hit a note with a bat that night, you know, you know, in the live that they went, that they did afterwards. I think they did the live last night. They talked about how he had been having Casamigo shots. He was supposed to be on vocal rest and he didn't do it. He wasn't just, he just didn't take it seriously. 
um, to be a part of the versus pre-show, which I mean, I guess is fine. But then again, if you are going to sell tickets to an event, you should try to give your best performance. I mean, normally when versus was online and it was free and people would play around and get drunk during the versus, it was just kind of more so fun, um, pandemic fun or whatever. But now that people are actually coming to it as a concert, you would think that you would be taking a little more seriously, um, and be a little more professional, but no, you know, of his own admission, Ray J was intoxicated. Then he began to pick up his kids. He was holding an Epic while he was trying to sing one wish. And it just was not, not, it just was not going well. So apparently, you know, after that, uh, Ray J was upset with pleasure P Bobby Valentino and Sammy kind of helping him sing the chords in the background. But that was my thing too. It was like, they were helping him sing the chords in the background, but when it was time for them to sing their songs, they were out of breath and couldn't get the note and everything. And I'm here. I am thinking it's the mics. I'm like, wow, they did them dirty. You know, the equipment is just cheap and nobody's sounding good. We'll get to it. <laughs> we will get to it. Um, and I'm just like, all right, you know, pleasure P kind of hit a few notes here and there. And he was talking about, he's the, you know, all the things that he's done and sold and all this stuff. And I was like, they're really getting mad over the fact that people compare them to one another. Um, when I thought that they were all on equal playing field there, you know, Bobby Valentino, Ray J, Sammy and pleasure P all have about, let's keep it, let's keep it a buck. You know, we do on this channel on this, uh, podcast, Let's keep it a buck. They probably all have about five hits per person, like five mega hits. And then, you know, they've put good albums out over time, but it's not like any of them have a deep catalog. Let's, I just got to keep it real. You know, you guys come from my opinion and that's what I think. I don't think any of them had a real catalog, but then to not be able to execute, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you have four or five mega hit songs which let's and give them their flowers let's be fair not many artists have any hits at all there's so many people that come in and out and just they never get a hit they never get it into the market like that so to be able to have three or four is an accomplishment and i'm not downplaying it but when you have those three or four you know core songs and you can't execute that to me makes it worse because it's like, you know, Ray J, you know, you had to sing One Wish. Sammy, you know, you had to sing I Like It. Pleasure P, you know, you had to sing um, Dive In or whatever the name of that song is. Bobby Valentino, you just could have sang Slow Down, but you went into Anonymous and all that stuff. And I'm just like, you know, people bringing out pianos and I, I'm still trying to find where the vocals are. You know, where are the vocals? So then we go into the main event finally, right? After two hours of pre-show, not to mention there was many fights because they were just threatening to cut off the mics at 11 o'clock. That's how late it was getting. Um, D-Ray had to come out and kind of like smooth things over between the people. And I'm just like, you're in, you're part of a pre-show. It's not even you're headlining a pre-show. You are one artist of four that's doing a pre-show and you want to sing all night like how why did you prepare so many songs like why did you think you were going to be singing like 10 songs I just don't get it so I was like all right 
So that happened. Um, they got all the, they got everything, you know, kind of cleared up without a fight there. Um, and then we moved on to the main event, Mario and Amorion. Whew, here we go. So Amorion, he comes out, right? He's dancing, he's doing his thing. In the beginning, I don't think anybody really realized what was going on. Everybody's thinking, you know, he's out of breath because he's dancing and he's singing live. And, uh, you know, you give people grace. You're like, okay, he's dancing really hard. And he's also trying to sing. So when he has a slower song or, you know, once he the choreography is toned down a little bit, we'll be able to hear him sing. Okay. Mario comes out right off the bat. The mix is right. The vocals are right. He's giving a show. I'm like, now, see, this is what... I would expect if I paid to see a live show, right? I When you pay to see a live show, you want the mix to be right. You don't want to be hearing microphones itching and whatever other things. Like you're paying your good money. You want to see a polished show. And I think that's what Mario provided. I think everybody else kind of took it as a joke and they were not fully prepared to do what they came to do. And like I said, many, many times over at this point, when Versus was a fun pandemic game and something to do to pass time and it was free for everybody to just turn on and enjoy for a few hours, get your mind off things. I had no problem with people being off, with people not sounding good, with people even being intoxicated, right? Because we were just going through so much at, at that time. But now that you're selling tickets to this like a regular concert, at some point it has to be stepped up in quality. And I feel like it was just too much of a comparison to have Mario, who doesn't really dance that much, but the vocals were definitely there. And it's supposed to be a battle of, I guess, hit for hit, but also, you know, sounding like the record. It's become a thing about sounding like the record. To Amorion, he had all the tricks and little watermelon and stuff, but he really, like, did not prepare he did not sound good. He, you know, the people that he brought with him, I, I won't even get into Jeremiah. I can't even do that right now. I, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> so we just going to skip over Jeremiah completely because I, I can't even. I, <laughs> Woo! Anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was basically versus and, um, you know, Mario demolished Mario really demolished him to the point where it really may have damaged Omoriam's career like that. That was not good. And then last night, I'm looking at the BET awards and the recaps and what, what have you. And give I don't know if the mic went out. I don't know. Like he said there was some type of sabotage between the mics and what was supposed to be playing in his ear and what was actually playing in his ear. And he was sounding bad. And I'm like, Justine, girl, put the doll down. I don't know what you're doing over there. No, I'm just kidding. No, but it was like R&B, like the title of this mini set, R&B is just getting exposed. And I don't know. I think it's just um, 
I don't say a lack of professionalism, but I do feel like when people are paying to see something, you as an artist have a responsibility to make it the best that you can. If it can't sound like the record, modify it, you know, tweak your live show to make yourself sound and look the best you can to these people that are your fans, your supporters that have come out to see you perform and, and really, you know, give it their all to really see, give your all so they can see what you can do for what they paid. I just feel like that's what it comes down to, right? We like the records, we love the songs, but if you're going to be performing, if you're really going to sit here and try to give people a show, then give them a show. If you need background singers, if you need vocal support, whatever you need, you have to provide that. We don't deserve to be getting this kind of, um, performances from people that, you know, for all intents and purposes, we made y'all rich. And now you're just giving us these little lackluster performances. Like this is just, it's unacceptable. And we really got to get back to R&B. I think one of the guys from 112 was like, man, this was a loss for R&B. He was talking specifically about the versus battle, but I just think in general, you know, get back to singing live, get back to practicing singing when you're out of breath. You know, we come on, let's get back to the great Janet Jackson. I know I always go into, I love me some Janet. Janet Jackson would practice singing on a treadmill because she knew how hard it was going to be to dance full out and sing at the same time before her tours. She would practice singing on a treadmill with the mic, with the head mic, So she could know how she sounded as she was dancing full blast and also singing. You know, these are things that you guys should anticipate. You know, if I'm around you, they do all that choreography. And that's the reason why, you know, you weren't sounding the way you needed to sound. In addition to his microphone not being right in his ear, that's something you should have prepared for, you know, and his team should have prepared him for it. So I really don't feel like there's any excuse, but I don't want to go too long. These are still mini sips. Um, <laughs> but those are my thoughts on that. I hope you enjoyed this mini step. Please stay tuned for many, uh, for more mini sips from time to time, as well as our tea talk with Shah regular format season three, which will be coming at you in early August. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Bye.